Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We obviously had the last week or so where there was very limited content coming out. We were away and our honeymoon and had a fantastic time. But some of the big news that broke during that period was Roger Tuivasa-Shek returning to the New Zealand Warriors. And I cannot tell you, I can, I'm going to struggle to probably put into words how fucking excited I am about this. I think this is unreal. I am so happy for all you New Zealand Warriors fans, as you guys know. Um, oh, I absolutely love you guys, and I love what the Warriors have done over the last few years. And I, uh, I'm not afraid to say that I think the NRL has kind of dicked the Warriors around a little bit. I think it's been pretty average with how the Warriors have been treated, considering all the things that they've given us over the last two years. Um you know, when COVID happened and everything, those boys, they moved away from home for two years in a row. It was very, very tough. Uh, it was fucking brutal. And, you know, the NRL, we were all thankful. They did all the right things. They made all the right noises, did all the right things. So, you know, made, you know, oh, they'll, they'll be repaid. They'll get this, they'll get that. You know, tried to just just all sizzle. And then when it came time to deliver the steak, I just, I don't know what the New Zealand Warriors have got for the massive fucking sacrifice that they made there. I look and they... I don't think they've been helped with their draw. They haven't been helped with their salary cap. Uh, I just, I feel very, very sorry for the New Zealand Warriors and I will always be very grateful for what they sacrificed for us during that two-year period and how they kept our game alive. Um, you know, you got to remember that competition was two weeks in. If then all of a sudden the Warriors would have dropped out and would have been buys every week, it would have been a fucking nightmare. Um, without the Warriors, I don't know where we would have been. And you know what? During that period as well, it's not that they just showed up and filled numbers. They played courageously. I actually think that that two-year period, I think the Warriors approached it very well. They took it on head-on. I think they took a lot of resiliency out of that, and I think you can start to see that coming through. Thankfully, uh, because the NRL hasn't really helped the Warriors in any way, shape, or form, uh, thankfully the Warriors have been able to help themselves. Obviously, Andrew McFadden, him arriving at the club. Um, Andrew McFadden, Andrew Webster, sorry. That was huge bed shit there. Since Andrew Webster has arrived at the club, I just think he's been tremendous for the New Zealand Warriors, and I think he's instilled something in them that we probably haven't seen in quite some time. Uh, 
they perfect yet? No. Um, obviously, yesterday's game, they got a little bit unlucky with referee decisions and everything, quite unlucky with injuries. Um, but there are still those moments in their game that they've got to sort out. Cam Munster hits the 40-20 and all of a sudden gets the Melbourne Storm straight back into the game when um, the Warriors had you know, the, their foot on the throat with the Melbourne Storm drowning there. So there are still little things in their game they've got to sort out, obviously, against the Sharkies a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, we all applauded that incredible comeback, but they did still concede 28 points. Uh, so the Warriors are heading in the right direction. There's no doubt about it. And I think all things considered, they've done tremendously well. And I love that they've managed to get the coach that they need. They've gone out and recruited guys. And yes, they, they, they've recruited well. But you've got to remember, they let a lot of really good guys go as well. So in order to get that balance right so quickly, I think it's been very, very impressive, especially when you consider the injuries they've had. Tomato Martin has now been out for a few weeks. Metcalf has been out for quite some time. Torhu Harris has been in and out of the side. Mitchie Barnett. Net. He's been out injured. Um, so uh, Maratza Neokore's missed footy. It just it hasn't been easy. Even guys in game that have got injured, like Jackson Ford in round two against the Sydney Roosters, that really hurt them. Josh Curran's got injured a few times mid game, and just the way they've been able to get. Uh, the best out of Sean Johnson has been fantastic. So it's been a real mixed bag for the New Zealand Warriors so far, and I do feel really sorry for them. But on top of getting the recruits, on top of getting the coach, they've got their guy back, and we all know who their guy is, Roger Tuivasa Sheck. And I cannot wait to see him back representing the New Zealand Warriors. I was more than happy for RTS to go and try his hand at Rugby Union, have a red-hot crack. You only live once. These these careers is a very short window. He had a red-hot crack at making the World Cup. Whether he will or not, I've got no fucking idea, to be completely honest with you, maybe will, maybe you won't. I've got no idea, not my place to comment on that because I haven't really watched him play any rugby union apart from little highlights here and there and I've got no idea what the All Black system is like. I hope that he does get to feature in that World Cup uh, but I, to be honest with you I, I, I'm just so excited that he's coming back to rugby league that I don't really care what happens in that World Cup. So uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, he's a tremendous person, a tremendous player but most of all he's a tremendous leader and I think he is really what the New Zealand Warriors need. Uh, now, that's not to say they don't have fantastic leaders. I've obviously got SJ, who's been playing some of his best footy the last eight weeks or so. Um, is that going to be SJ for the next four or five years, though? Definitely not. He's got, you know... A, two years maybe left in him or something along those lines. Uh, but I think that if he can get someone else to help him, um, I think that'll be fantastic. And Rogers, that guy, they've got forwards like Torrey Harris, Adam Vanilla Blake, these sort of guys uh, who will toil away, who will do their work. But at the end of the day, they they can't possibly provide what a Roger Tuivasa-Shek can. So I am so excited to see him return. I think he's the perfect sort of personality that they need. And I really do think him walking in there day one next year, I think it's going to give the Warriors a massive, massive lift. Uh, and I can't wait to watch him play. The big question is, what position is he going to play? Now, I sort of assumed oh, he'll be fullback, uh, like he always has been, like he was when he won the Daily M in, I want to say, 2018. Uh, but... There's a lot of rumours around that we could see Roger Tuvasek playing centre, which is really interesting, and see Charles Nickel Clockstart uh, stay at fullback. Very interesting. And look, once again, I haven't watched Roger play uh, over there in Super Rugby, apart from a couple of highlights and whatnot. Personally, I would be playing him at fullback still. Uh, I'm not overly convinced on the centre move just yet, but I have no real evidence to go off. That's just my vibe. I would definitely be playing him at fullback. So an interesting one to see how that plays out, if it is all smoke and mirrors, if he maybe gets back. Um, to preseason and whatnot and sitting at centre if he's not getting enough ball. I would assume that if he is going to play centre, 
I would assume he will be given a license to roam because that's what I want Roger doing. Uh, but personally, I still think fullback would be the spot for him. That's where I would play him. Uh, I just I don't want to see my superstar and my leader sitting down a corridor. When the game's on the line, you want big game players to have the ball in their hands. Roger is a guy who goes looking for the ball. He's always looking to impact the game. Sitting at center... I don't know. It just doesn't quite do it for me. I would rather him at fullback, but we will see how he returns, how he looks and whatnot. Um, maybe it is just a nod to Chance and Clockstar that they're very happy with what he does and how he performs. But personally, I want to see the jersey thrown in the middle of them and let the best man win. And in my opinion, the best man for that spot is Roger Tulvas Shek. If you're going to win a competition in 2024, 2025, moving forward, I don't think there is any doubt whatsoever you need a superstar in the fullback role. And I think Roger Tulvas Shek, he is that guy. So personally, I would be playing him at fullback. But the center chart is very, very interesting. Uh, now, I, I just, as I said off the top, I just think, I think I'm, I'm so happy to see the Warriors. They've gone out, made their own luck. They've gone and got the coach. They've gone and got the right players. And they've gone and got the man, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, which is very, very exciting. Because I do not think the NRL has really helped the Warriors at all, which has been very, very disappointing. And um, take this weekend, for example. I mean, they played last night, Anzac Day, which I get they've got a rivalry with the Melbourne Storm on that day, which is all good and well. Um, that's played on a Tuesday. Uh, they then have to go and play the next weekend. And the, the, the thing that shits me about this, and, you know, this is something that I did speak about in the preseason, which when I said it, people sort of got a little bit upset, but I personally thought that it just made complete sense. So when you have a look at their game uh, last night, they took on the Melbourne Storm. That was on the Tuesday. Next Sunday they play the Sydney Roosters. So that turnaround is as long as it possibly could be and I understand that. Yeah, that's all good and well. Uh, what is that? Five days or whatever, which really isn't a lot of time, uh, but I mean Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, five day turnaround. So it's the max that they could have done when you have to play on a Tuesday still makes life very difficult. But the thing that fucking annoys me is then the week after, Magic Round, they've got the Penrith Panthers. So off the back of a game on a Tuesday, in <laughs> on the back of a game on a Tuesday in Melbourne, the New Zealand Warriors then on Sunday have to host the Sydney Roosters. And then the week after that, on the Saturday in Magic Round in Brisbane, they have to host the Penrith Panthers. So in three weeks, they are going from Melbourne to the Roosters to Suncorp Stadium. And then the week after that, they're going back to Sydney as well. Now, I, I, I get the, the draw. It can sometimes be unfair and shit. But fuck me, this team is coming from another country. And it's not... And I just said it's, you know, three hard games in three weeks. It's three hard games in 11 days. Within 11 days, they gave them the Melbourne Storm, the Sydney Roosters, and the Panthers. I mean, how the fuck did this possibly happen? How did they end up playing these teams those weeks in a row. When you have a look at the NRL premiership odds, you've got the Penrith Panthers, $3.60, you've got the Melbourne Storm at 7 the Sydney Roosters at 7 They're playing three of the top six sides in the in the betting market in 11 days. How on earth did this possibly happen? How, like, fuck, I don't, I don't understand sometimes. And you know what shits me even more? And the thing that annoys me the most of all about this situation is that they did all this, and I said at the start of the year, oh, there's going to be a buy this year. Who's going to miss out on Magic Round? Why don't you give it to the New Zealand Warriors so it's one less game they have to do overseas travel for? Instead, they gave it to the Newcastle Knights. How? Why? I have no fucking idea why the NRL would make the decision. Hey, Caelan Ponga, a Queensland superstar, 
let's give him the buy in Origin round. It just makes in, in in Magic round. It just makes no sense whatsoever. Why on earth you wouldn't give? You need someone to miss out on this game. The Warriors have been overseas the last two years. Give them Magic round off. And you know you know what annoys me the fucking most. If you're gonna let them play on Magic round. Don't give them the Saturday game after you gave them the Tuesday game, which you had to as Anzac Round. I get that. Put the Warriors on the Sunday because you know what that means? It means it's 11 days since they played last, which means that any, anyone, anybody with a Category 1 from last night misses out on that game. Their fullback, Chan Single Clock Starter, looks like he will miss out on this game. They will have to get approval. And if the NRL is fair dinkum about this concussion rules and everything, can they really just hand out approval for guys to come back early? Because they fucked up the draw. I just... It's so fucking frustrating. Why would you give them the Panthers, the Melbourne, and the Sydney Roosters in 11 days, including the Panthers on Magic Round in Brisbane 11 days after you played them, after you made them play the Melbourne Storm in an Anzac Day in an Anzac Day game where you know it's going to be high intensity, you know there's going to be concussions, you know there's going to be injuries. I just... Oh, it is so frustrating to watch how the Warriors are treated. And then... Just to add, add salt to the wound, the week after that, they have to come back to Sydney to play the Canterbury Bulldogs. So the next, so, so they've gone from Amy Park to Mount Smart to Brisbane to Sydney, and then they get their bye after that. Give them their bye in Magic Round. Give them their bye after Anzac Day. It just, oh, it just makes no fucking sense whatsoever. And if you are going to play them on Anzac Day, if you give them a game on Tuesday two weeks before that, which you had to, play them on Sunday, not Saturday. But the most frustrating thing about all this is that, you know what, the Warriors would have sat there at the start of the year and they would have gone, ooh, geez, three games in 11 days, that's going to be bloody tough. We might lose a player because they might have a HIA or something the week before. And then in round two or round three or whenever it was, the NRL comes out and goes, hey, new rule. You get a Category 1, you can't play for 11 days. What are the Warriors going to do then? Hey, it's round two. Can we put in a complaint about who you guys are fucking idiots? And you're now gonna, and you could potentially stop some of our guys from playing two games because your scheduling was poor. If you would have put it on the Sunday instead of the Saturday, it would have been 12 days, and we're hunky dory, we're okay. But no, the NRL didn't even consider that. This team that has given so much to us over the last few years and is just, ah, oh, good God, it's frustrating. Sorry, guys, I'm probably rambling a little bit here, but I just. Sometimes I cannot fathom what goes on at NRL headquarters for them to make these decisions and to not use any form of hindsight whatsoever. I mean, I'm sure that when they did the draw, they must have had some idea they were going to bring down this 11-day stand-down policy, right, Um, for HAAs, which I'm all for. It's fine. It is for the best interest of the players. But fuck me. Can we just put the Warriors' best interest first at some point? I thought they got very unlucky with a number of refereeing decisions. I'm not going to get too heavily into that. But I did think they were unlucky last night. And then to find out that for Magic Round, where they take on the fucking Penrith Panthers, they could be missing, uh, you know, troops from that. It's just, uh, I can't even make sense of it. And then to get Melbourne Roosters Penrith three games in a row. I don't know. I, I don't I don't like going too heavy on the NRL and scrutinizing decisions that they make, et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean, I'm sorry. How how did this one get through? How, how, did, how was there not any foresight to think about. And, you know, even for Magic Round, it is a game where every single team has to go to Brisbane. It's going to be great fun. It's going to be unreal. But maybe we give the bye to the team that's going to have the hardest time getting there. Um, And why? Why, from an NRL marketing point of view, would you take Kalen Ponga, Dane Gagai, 
you know, some of the best Queenslanders in our game out of that game up at Magic Round. I mean, if I was to think about guys that I would put on the poster for Magic Round, Kalen Ponga would 100% be on there. And that's he's one of the guys they've given a bye to, a Queenslander not playing at Suncorp in Magic Round, who's one of the most electrifying players in our comp. I just... Uh, it's hard to fathom how they come up with some of these decisions. And I get the Warriors. They've got Magic Round written all over them. I get it. But when you think about the last two years and how much travel they've done... Could you maybe save them one away trip? It is the second furthest possible destination that they have to go to outside of North Queensland and the Titans, if you want to count that extra fucking eight minutes, they have to sit on a plane. And they don't and they, they, they don't give them this week off. This is why I wanted them to have the buy in Magic Crown at the start of the year. It just makes no sense. And I'm sorry that this Roger Tuivasa-Check podcast has turned into a bit of a ramble about my sympathy for the New Zealand Warriors, but I personally think it is complete and utter bullshit. And I think the NRL owes the Warriors an apology. And I still and I think that instead of making their life easier after their life was incredibly difficult to keep the game alive for us, we've done nothing but probably make their life harder, uh, which has been fucking brutal. Between referee decisions that have happened this year that have gone against the Warriors that I think have been harsh to the scheduling to now Anzac Day into two more games against premiership favourites within 11 days after you announced the draw and then announced the 11-day rule so the Warriors didn't have a chance to point it out and say, hey, this is kind of fucked. They couldn't. I mean, oh, I think what the Warriors have done have been, has been so important for our game. I think they are so important for rugby league and I appreciate all that they've done, but I really, really wish that the NRL would just lend them a fucking hand. I'm not asking you to give them a big piggy up. I'm not asking you to give them fucking competition points. Just apply some common sense and help these guys out. For God's sake, it is not that hard, and you will not find an NRL fan that will disagree with me, in my opinion. Everyone understands how much the New Zealand Warriors have given. Everyone understands how much the New Zealand Warriors have sacrificed for us, and they're just getting nothing in return for it at the moment. And it is brutal to watch. Fuck me. Give them the Anzac game at home. You've got a really important game. Give it to them in that Mount Smart. At least let them stay at home during this 11-day period. It's just... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com oh it's infuriating it is fucking infuriating and i know people within the warrior system obviously jackson uh formerly with white atrs over there i've spoken to him a few times this year and they are just doing tremendous things over there in new zealand they are whether it be on field off field social media in the community they are ticking all the boxes they are doing fantastic things and the nrl i don't know it's just like they refuse to help them at the moment it really is infuriating they've got the coach the recruits have come. Social media is flying. In the community, they are well-loved. They are well-respected in the NRL community. And now they've got their guy arriving back, Roger Tulvasashek. Very, very exciting times for the New Zealand Warriors. Please, please, to the NRL, please come to the party. And you don't even have to help them, but just, just be fucking logical with decisions you're making around the New Zealand Warriors and give them a fair crack.
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.